It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute episode 628. In today's episode, Visa acquires Plaid for $5.3 billion. Plaid, play, potato, potato. Who says you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Some of the world's oldest, most beloved companies have realized there's going to have to start partnering with the new tech companies to remain in business. But even still, Visa's latest move is pretty surprising. Payments giant Visa is buying Silicon Valley startup Plaid in a deal worth $5.3 billion with a B. Plaid offers technology that allows consumers to link their bank accounts to its 2,600 fintech clients, including peer-to-peer payments at Venmo, stock trading startup Robinhood, and investing platform Acorns. This makes it one of several players developing back-end infrastructure to enable fintechs to operate. It's pretty much what Stripe does for payments, but instead of facilitating payments, it helps developers share banking and other financial information more easily. It's the kind of service that makes sense for a company like Visa. Plaid has grown steadily with its list of customers since its launch back in 2013. The company says it integrates with over 11,000 banks and connects to more than 200 million consumer accounts. While it does not give specific numbers or a full list of companies, Plaid said its customer base doubled from 2017 to 2018. They've also expanded to the UK and Canada. Visa CEO Al Kelly said the deal was a long-term play and would position Visa for the next decade. It will help expand the company's own total addressable market and relationships with fintech companies, as well as boost Plaid's growth, according to Kelly. Visa said the deal has the potential to add as much as 100 basis points to the company's net revenue growth by 2021. The combination puts Visa Plaid in the very center of the merging data economy, and it gives it a commanding lead in integrated data payment solutions for fintech, big tech, and others. Check. The deal is expected to close in the next three to six months, pending regulatory approval. With the U.S. digital payments volume set to reach a whopping $1 trillion with a T in 2020, the next few months for fintech startups are integral. Big, big money for the Plaid boys. What are they like? It's not of a T if it's trill. Get it? T with a trill, right. Sorry. Trill trill with a T. Um, (laughs) Those Plaid guys, what are they, like 15 years old? (laughs) Well, that's like a stripe. It's the same thing. Good good deal, man. So so it's kind of weird because they used to be a company, and I still think this is around. I don't remember what the name of the company is because there was a company that that connected the banks to – um, anything else like uh, software start uh, software and, and things like that. So I don't uh, I don't remember what it was called, but um, it's like a why something. It's funny that Plaid came out and um, just outdid it, which is. But they're I still they don't support everybody. I've had issues with it, which is kind of crazy with Plaid. Yeah, I've used a platform that I wanted to connect to uh, TD Bank, and they're really struggling with TD Bank stuff, and it's it's on them. Um, it wasn't the platform; it was really the the APIs to connect to it. Um, it's exciting because it's you know you if you're a financial startup or a bookkeeping thing or anything that has to have your bank stuff, you know you can plug it in, pulls it out, and then you and it's all secure and all that fun stuff, but you don't have to go crazy. It's just an API platform, which is nice, which is a nice, it's sort of Stripe-esque. You just plug it in and, and do it, right. um, which is great. It's good for Visa because they can back all this stuff now. So they have connections. Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I, you know, you hate to see the big giant swallow up a, a very useful company like this, but I think in the long run, it's going to make it a lot easier for a lot of people because 
if you read some of the press here, and for those who are not quite as tech savvy, Plaid's been referred to as the plumbing behind fintech. So it's basically mm -hmm. that missing link that was, you know, so troublesome for so many years that people frustratingly couldn't connect their bank accounts to anything or transfer money easily or, you know, this is makes it a lot easier. Yep. It, it, it's, it's everything, right? It's connection. It's, it's moving money around. Um, I think you're going to might be able to see more and more of these, um, which is interesting in itself. So well, when you say you see more of these, more of these acquisitions or more of these, more of these types of companies, I think these kind of companies, because there's, you know, it, Plaid does a lot. And I think so that Stripe, so having a combo of it, but also like they're not inexpensive, right? If you look at uh, Stripe is easy because it's easy to put software together for it, right? It's the ease of use, but it's not that, it's not that cheap, right? The percentage and stuff like that, you can get better percentage from um, uh, what's it called? Credit card processing and things like that. When you put your uh, credit card in to buy something online, you know, the banks take a piece, the credit card takes a piece, the merchant account takes a piece, the swipey things take a piece. Yeah. And, you know, as a small startup, you, you basically would have to have deals with every one of them. It was like Stripe makes it easy. You just connect to it and they have everything. As a merchant account, you don't have to deal with it because getting a merchant account is really hard um, or a pain. Um, this is the same thing, right? If you wanted to connect to all these uh, banks and financial institutions, you had to do one by one. This just makes it easy. Um, yeah. Just plug it in. Um, but what I mean by getting, there's going to be more and more. I think, you know, Visa owning Stripe is, I mean, uh, Visa owning um, this thing, you know, I think there's room now for other companies to break out. And how do you think, oh, so that's a great point. So if so, someone else comes along and says, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do the same type of uh, FinTech plumbing play as plaid what you think would be a point of difference would it be lower rates um i mean obviously the ease of use i think that hurdle has been yeah i mean ease or... of use it's just i think it depends how visa treats it right if they treat it as part of their portfolio and it's just a company that runs around it's it's fine but if they're going to wrap it up into something then that's that's tricky right and how and how would a competitor come against this I mean, make because people with. are going to say, oh, well, this is the new, you know, this is the new startup thing where I'm going to just wor work on fintech back end stuff. Yeah, but the, the, right. So Amex can release something and they'll have a team together and you run everything through Amex, right? The, the problem with Visa stuff is like now does it everything, you know, are they preferential treatment with Visa stuff or, you know, you go to Amex and then Amex has its own like, you know, what's the what's the play in there? No, but I'm saying like another company coming out of nowhere that, that looks to be acquired, how would they compete against, how would they, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's more of, I think it's going to be rates, obviously. Um, so that's what I would think if someone could come up, you know, almost like when you look at, and again, I'm just speaking off the top of my head because I'm not a tech person, but you look at how, how does a, how does someone break out? you know, make a breakout product Well, you either compete on price or features. Well, we think that the features have already been nailed via like Stripe. What's the other thing? Price. Well, so price. And then the other one is really like, what is the um, partnerships you can make, right? These guys have Visa. You go to, like I said, you go to Amex and you go, I want a partnership with you. And Amex just keeps on pushing it, right? Right, but I'm I'm talking about like your finance, oh, I bro, no, no, finance I, bro who wants to get that sweet five three billion dollar deal. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's not going to get that. So, um, you think this is the last one at this valuation? No, but nobody's going to release. 
I don't think it's that's the last one of this valuation. It's just you depends. don't think anyone's going to come up with a competing product as we're <laughs> heading with this. I don't know, sir, because I thought this problem was solved and something came out with it. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly, here's Plaid getting acquired for five point right. three billion with a B. Right. All right. Uh, so these these poor souls, um, William Hockey and Zach Parrott, doesn't really say how much they're going to put in their pockets, but the two of these guys look like they just graduated college. So God bless them. Uh, so is, is there a comparison to Twilio, um, which is another one of those companies that sit, sits in the background? Yeah, I mean, Twilio, Stripe, and these guys are probably the same kind of thing, right? It's like Twilio is the pipeline of of phone service, um, and they're just pipelines. You can build on top of it to do stuff. So Twilio will plug into like CRM systems that you can run your own phone, phone system by yourself, um, or it's just a piping basically. Right. Or a a sort of software interface that you can build stuff on top. Yeah, difference with Twilio. Twilio, I believe, aren't they public? Yes, they are public, and their stock is trading. Ooh, one hundred nineteen dollars a share. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Twilio's actually not doing too bad. Nobody really yeah. knows about them unless you're in tech, but um, they've been around for a very long time. Yes, excellent, excellent. Um, and for Plaid's valuation, uh, they're most recently raised $250 million, an evaluation of $2.65 billion. So they got a 2x return. Uh, good for their investors. Boy, oh boy. All right, we're going to close that up with a little stat time. Platt says 25% of people in the United States with bank accounts have connected to the fintech company through an app. Visa CEO Al Kelly said Plaid had seen a compound annual growth rate of roughly 100% since 2015. Finally, Plaid scale reach is so massive that it's now used by an estimated 1.4 consumers in the U.S. So, and nobody knows about it. And nobody knows about it. All right. Any guys got anything else? Nope. Um, I was oh, here for oh. the podcast. I, I, I am. <laughs> uh, sorry. There's this no... is what happens when it gets a little too geeky. Yeah, yeah I got a little too techy there. Sorry, I am Brittany. here for moral support. <laughs> Brittany's here. She wrote the script. So uh, <laughs> high fives to Brittany. And uh, you'll see her in the next episode and a few others because she's going to be spilling gallons of hot tea on some other topics that she's very well versed in. You guys got anything else? Nope. All right. That's your commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>